It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? The Washington Wizards beat the Detroit Pistons. 118 to 104 and Kyle Kuzma's homecoming. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And a uh, big reason I call it Kyle Kuzma's homecoming because it is. Uh, he is from Michigan and also the Kyle Kuzma Foundation where the broadcast showed his mom and the shirts a lot. Uh, where the Kyle Kuzma Foundation is a nonprofit organization that strives to positively impact the lives of single mothers and enhance the lives of their children. And Kyle Kuzma did donate $1 million to the YMCA as well. So he's done a lot of good things in the community uh, for sure back in his hometown. So it's always good to see that from a player. And Kyle Kuzma, a good guy doing that. Um, and he came up big with 30 points in a win. over the. We know it's the Detroit Pistons. We get it. <laughs> but, you know, win is a win is a win. And Coach Chief Keith got his first win. So Brandon oh, yeah. what was your uh, reaction to the game and what were some reasons why the Wizards came out with the win? Um, I mean, renewed energy, man. I mean, renewed energy. This was a, yeah, I get it. It's against the Detroit Pistons, but you'll take a win. And especially in this type of fashion, man, good team victory. Uh, look at that team stats. Uh, shot 45% to their 43, 32%. We limited them to 28% from three rebound wise. We won the battle, the rebound. Well, we, they out rebounds about one, but looking at offensive rebounds, we out rebounded them 16 to 11. Um, more ball movement, which led to 26 assists. They got 17 turnovers, which led to 21 points off turnovers. And because we out-rebounded them off as rebounds, it led to 21 second-chance points compared to their 10. So team-wise, we they, we play really good basketball. Now, looking at individually, looking at the starting five, obviously the Flintstone himself handling out of Flintstone, Michigan. Kyle Kuzma dropping 30 points, six rebounds, four assists, 13 for 27, 
overall in three for 13. So I get it. A lot of shot volume. But look, man, you know, back home, got the victory. So I'm not going to dab for the moment. But definitely dropping 30 points is big in this victory. Uh, Jordan Poole, 17 points, shooting six for 12, three for six from uh, three point. So he was definitely, definitely efficient, which is always the big knock against Jordan Poole. And he's, you see a lot more better efficiency from him. Uh, Daniel Gafford led to the rebounds, 15 points, 13 rebounds, three steals. And looking at Denny, um, Denny overall had a pretty good game. Um, just 10 points, but five rebounds. Did shoot four for eight for the field and one for one for three. So he's efficient. And Tyus Jones doing what he does, man. Contributing 12 points, but nine assists, two steals, one block. So his vision, man, really shined tonight or uh, that night against the Pistons. And look at the second unit. The, the bench came through in the clutch, in my opinion. Uh, Marvin Bagley Jr. or Jr. Marvin Bagley the third, um, 13 points, eight rebounds, two assists. And he he's starting, he's been looking really good in the Wizards uniform. Uh, Corey Kispert and Bilal Kulabali, both eight points, but Bilal Kulabali contributed seven rebounds, which was big because you that is one thing that we don't say a lot about Bilal Kulabali, his ability to rebound def, is, is really impressive for a young player. So this was a good team victory, man. Overall, they played well. The energy was there. Um, coaching changes, man, can vary. Either you see renewed energy or you will see a more of what led to the coach getting fired. And in this instance, uh, Brian Keith getting his first career victory. Definitely congrats to him. Um, his first time hit coach. And they, they renewed him energy. They came through. They, and again, yeah, I get his Detroit. But look, this is the NBA is, is a league of professionals. So, you know, we say it in football, you know, um, any given Sunday. In the NBA, anybody can beat anybody, man. If you, if you look at other games, <laughs> there's a few other upsets in the NBA. So anybody can win any given night. Um, so this is a, a much needed victory for this team because again, a lot going on in the organization. You know, obviously the trade deadline's coming up, so a lot of these vets will, you know, probably gonna be on another team in about a couple of weeks. Um, new head coach, you know, he's interim, so he's definitely he's coaching for his job, obviously, because if he does well, his name could definitely be in consideration for being the head coach going forward. So a lot of people are, are either you know playing to see what their place is in this organization going forward, they're looking for the next contract, next team. You know, a lot of people are playing for a lot and a lot going on, but this was just a uh, much, excuse me, much needed victory in Detroit. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Chief Keefe is his first win. And um, like you said, we know it's the Detroit Pistons, but um, the Pistons have played hard as of late. You know, ever since that 27 yeah. game losing streak, they played a lot harder. They still have talent with Cade, Jalen Duren. Uh, he just had a really good game today as well, where he had uh, 20. The, the Pistons just beat the OKC Thunder. 120 yep. to 104 and the OKC is the thunder at 32 and 14. So, you know, you, you can't, you can't just dismiss this win that the wizards had yesterday, especially when they do things like that to a legitimate playoff team with Shea, chat, Jalen Williams. They have a lot of good players on the thunder. Jalen Duran had 22 points and 21 rebounds. So the wizards aren't the only team that lets Jalen Duran get a bunch of rebounds. Even though Jalen Duran ended up with 18 boards, but um, just looking at the team effort, man, um, just the, the defense showed up in that fourth quarter. It was huge. Like, uh, they got a big stop. Denny made a really nice pass to Gaffer. They had a couple transition points in the fourth quarter. Um, the second unit, Marvin Bagley, was huge. His offensive rebounding, he's just been a great pickup for the Washington Wizards. His offensive rebounding, scoring in the paint, knocked down some free throws. Didn't miss a couple free throws here and there, but him knocking down those free throws. And then uh, Kuz was huge down in the fourth as well. Getting to the basket. Uh, guys just really couldn't guard him at all. He had a nice tank. He had a nice take to the basket at a dunk versus Jaden Ivey. He had a big shot with two minutes left and took the lead. 
where we went up 111 to 101. Then Denny had the nice bounce pass to Gaffer for a transition dunk. Then we took the lead 113 to 101. So Brian Keith showed how to finish a game where yeah. a lot of times with Wes, we just weren't able to finish games. And our largest lead was about 15 points. And those are the games that we yeah. usually find ways to lose. To lose. So that's one thing I will give uh, Brian Keith some some credit for. And I, once again, I get is the Pistons. We actually out rebounded the Pistons 50 to 45. We actually scored more points in the paint to them against them 64 to 44. Um, assists. We moved the ball 26 assists. Yes, Kuz did take some questionable shots down the stretch too. And uh, Jordan Poole, he was he was big in the first half too. He had a couple yeah. a couple plays where he scored in some isolation baskets. Where I thought he did a good job, and he was a little bit more under control than what than what he has been in the past for sure. Um, scoring wise, he shot six for twelve. This is one of his better games. He was a plus 25, 17 points. And guess what? Jordan Poole had zero turnovers. <coughs> Excuse me. And Tyus Jones had nine assists. Um, Denny had a nice play where he blocked Monte Morris, where we've seen you know Monte Morris talk some talk some stuff on Twitter before. <laughs> so this was the Wizards' first time playing as Monte. But uh, and then Gaffer, 15 and 13. I thought he played played a tough game this yeah. is the kind of way that we want to see him play getting offensive rebounds just put backs finishing around the rim 15 and 13 yes once again Durant had 18 boards but Gafford played his part and got a double double Bagley played his part 13 points eight boards um then Bilal showed some flashes with seven boards eight points he had a nice stop on Cade where he made some good defensive plays here as well two assists and uh one still Tyus had a big and one down the stretch where it basically was like, like a dagger Kind of play where we haven't we haven't had we haven't seen them have a dagger type of play to end the game in a long time. That's that's the kind of play that Ty has made there. So um, good win. I mean, like I said, I get it's the Pistons, but this was a good win, a much needed win. Kuzma putting up a thirty ball in his homecoming game, Um, so they needed it. And uh, we know a lot of people are not on right now because everybody's watching football right now. But we want to thank you guys for (laughs) listening for sure. But yeah, for a game to be at twelve o'clock on a Saturday. They, they had to get their juices going and energy going. Yeah. I, I didn't even know it was at noon until really the night before. I thought it was another late game. Yeah. But I was like, Saturday at 12. Oh, man. And um, I had to watch the, the replay. But um, yeah, this this was a good win. It was a good effort, good all around. Even DeLon Wright, not because they even DeLon Wright, but DeLon Wright came in. He had a nice fast yeah. break layup on the steal. Um, so a good team effort, man. Good team. Corey Kiss read a couple of buckets down the stretch. They didn't have a defensive belt like West Oso Jr. did in the past, but. You know, I'll take it. A win is a win is a win. Absolutely, I'll take it. I'll take a dub, man. Like I said, um, Kakuzma always plays well in Detroit. Obviously, he's from Flint, Michigan, so he always plays hard mm-hmm. against the Pistons, man. Um, Denny, man, I, I felt like a lot of his passes, his vision, he shows a lot of good vision, man, and that's what I, you know, depending on what direction you choose to go after the deadline, as far as responsibility and fit, I do want to see the ball in his hands a lot more, and definitely see what he can do with that vision after the deadline and uh Gafford and Bagley um again you know I know the trade deadline's coming up you know a lot of names being floated but they are an intriguing one-two tandem at the front court at the center position man they really are I mean they kind of their game the, the games are, are a little different but they both I like seeing that those two man I mean I really do they're a really good tandem uh we, we both complained a lot about the lack of depth and I still believe we need a third center but those two men they're they are a really good tandem one two punch at the center position, man. So um this this is a really good team victory. I mean, we needed this, this victory. Uh, because looking forward, we got the Spurs. I think that's a really winnable game. Uh, we <laughs> played them tough and we lost late in the fourth, uh, fourth quarter last time. So um, we'll see if we can get a streak going, man. See if we can sneak a win here in uh San Antonio because I think it's a very, very winnable game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gafford and Bagley, they combined for 11 offensive rebounds. 
yesterday oh. against the Pistons. So that's a lot of offensive boards against you know a, a you know a, a tough center and Jalen Duran, Isaiah Stewart. You know he's a, he's a yeah. strong guy and, and you know center slash power forward. So um, those guys are ba- <coughs> excuse me battling and playing hard. So you you love to see that any any night of the week. So um, once again, a, a solid win against. <clears throat> a young, talented team of the Detroit Pistons. But we're going to get to the Spurs preview here. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by <clears throat> excuse me, eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's episode is also brought to you by, <coughs> excuse me, FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. <coughs> excuse me, FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, <coughs> excuse me, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Let's visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, Brandon, what's your keys to development against the San Antonio Spurs? Oh, easy, man. Uh, Looking at the team's stats, um, we are 16th in points per game. The Spurs are 23rd, man. So I definitely think this should be – we should definitely make them – Keep pace and score with us, man. Uh, push pace, uh, fluid ball movement. Definitely try to 
uh, push pace in perimeter or not perimeter in transition and definitely try to get their defense off balance. Uh, another stat to look at rebounds per game. Um, definitely they are 21st with 30th. So definitely, you know, Wimbenyama, man, he's one of those guys, man, where <laughs> can't completely shut him down, but he, you know, he's definitely a pest, but we got to win the battle of the rebounds. Um, like I said, this is a very winnable game in my opinion. So definitely win the battle of the rebounds. And finally turnovers per game. They are 28th. We are 20th. Um, so they commit a lot of turnovers. So definitely let's try to get in the passing lanes, get some intensity on defense, definitely work on the communication on defense and getting back down the court, getting set up quicker. Um, definitely get ready for them because a lot of teams, they cook us in transition. So definitely getting down the court, getting set up. So those are the much, uh, three keys to victory or development rather. And I think that it's a winnable game. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead. I, we haven't predicted many games, but um, because it is the San Antonio Spurs, I'm going to say we win this game. I think that uh, we're going to get a dub in San Antonio. It's going to be a close one, but we're going to win. Yeah, I think it's certainly a winnable game for sure. It's a game that they really should have won last time they played in D.C. They were winning basically the majority of the game. They're up by 10 really in the fourth quarter, and they found a way to lose. Uh, Kuzma took a really, um, excuse me, ill-advised shot down the stretch, and they came down and finished to seal the game off. Uh, and then, you know, Victor, <coughs> excuse me, he's going to be a tough cover, of course. Uh, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Trey Jones, the brother of Tyus Jones. So this is a this is another good matchup. <clears throat> like you said, um, points uh, per game allowed. They're not a good defensive team at all. So this could be a track meet. This could be a game where we see <coughs> 120, like in the 120s, 130s. They're fourth in pace, so they push the pace a lot. We like to, the Wizards like to push the pace a lot too. So this could be an up and down game. Oh, yeah. um, but they got to rebound once again. They got to defend without fouling. They got to be physical. With Wimby. They got to rebound for sure. Wimby, um, Bagley, and Gafford as well and um shot selection is going to be key man they got to make yep. smart decisions down the stretch so I'm, I'm intrigued to see how brian keith uh coaches this game against greg popovich just finishing the game because i feel like we're going to jump out to a lead against them i know it's going to be hard to win in san antonio even though they're not you know they're not the san antonio spurs of old but i feel like we're going to jump out to a lead it's just how we how we have to finish the game so ball movement um defense rebounds according to paint jordan pool being under control um, getting Bilal involved as always. Oh yeah, and uh, I think this, this is another <coughs> big game for Bagley. I, I think I see a double double coming up for him. I see another double double for Bagley um, coming up for him, and then uh, I, I don't see anybody that can really stop Kuzma on the Spurs either. So nah. uh, ball move is going to be huge, and uh, like you said, getting back on defense, defending, defending uh, the three point line. Even though the Spurs are not a good three point shooting team, they're 29th. <laughs> and three-point shooting is Sohan, Jeremy Sohan. He really hurt the Wizards last game. Oh, yeah. I'm look at the stats from the last game. I feel like he had like almost 30 points. He just went crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me, against the Wizards. Uh, let's see, where is it at? Spurs versus 131-127. So, like I said, it's going to be a track meet again. Another high-scoring game. Sohan had 23. <clears throat> he had 23. And, yeah, he had 23. And Wimby had 24. Uh, Trey Jones had 11 and 12 assists. Yeah. Vassal had 21 and Kelly Jones had uh, 19. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to really find a way to, to 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 slow Sohan down and then contain Wimby's Wimby. So he's going to get his. He's going to get his 20 yeah. points and eight boards. But uh, you got to slow some of the other guys down like Sohan. You can't let Sohan go eight for 11 again like he did last year. Oh, absolutely and, uh, not. I, I, I like to see Bilal against him and guard him because they're like similar, yeah. similar frames. You know, yeah. with height and athleticism, so I think that would be a good, <laughs> excuse me, a good matchup. Oh, same here, same here. Um, something else to look at: perimeter defense. 
and interior defense. Rotations have to get quicker um, because you got to be a balanced defense, man. Usually, uh, when we when we win the battle of the paint, we give up defense as far as a lot of open looks on the perimeter. So having that balance is what we're looking at. Because if you look at the Simi, uh, they have they got some shooters, man. Devin Vassell cooked us last time in at Capital One, man. Um, if you look at our bench, uh, Doug McDermott, shooter. Keldon Johnson can definitely spread the floor. Um, Trey Jones can shoot a little bit. I mean, so you know, shoot champagne, man. Cooked us on the perimeter. So I mean, you got guys who are definitely gonna cook us on the perimeter, man. So definitely perimeter defense, but we've got to win the battle of the paint too. That's important because you know, Wimbayama, are you really gonna stop the guy? Nah, man. I mean, that guy's what seven five. I mean, he does whatever he wants to do. Uh, so yeah, I think this is a winnable game. I really do. I think this is a, a big culture win, man, because um, they, they're trying to. I mean, like I said, there's a lot going on in this organization. Going, you know, we're close to the deadline because look. Deadline is February 8th. So, you know, moves are definitely coming. So, you know, and definitely with the interim coach, there's a lot going on. But this is, I think th- these two would be much needed victories if we get a win against the Spurs. So, um, yeah, I think that rotations that if they just be active defensively. And I think if they're active and they get in the past things, we have a chance to win this game. So, um, so we're going to get into comments. And I know everybody trying to watch football, man. So, we're going to get a few comments and call it tonight. But before we do, Tonight's episode of Locked On Wizards is brought to you by Quiz. Today, we're going to have some fun with y'all and test your Wizards knowledge. So, we're going to start out a little easy today. When was the last time the Washington Wizards won an NBA championship? So, again, what year did the Washington Wizards win an NBA championship? Quiz, with three eyes, is the next generation trivia experience. It's also the world's first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. And for Locked On Wizards fans, they created an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash. Play with friends or other fans and let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. You can play without downloading anything. Just go to app.quiz.com and start playing today. NBA quiz is ultimate knowledge challenge for fans to live and breathe basketball like myself. So, everybody ready? 1978. Let, 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 that, let that sink in a little kick. <laughs> the last NBA championship was 1978. So that's the answer for today's trivia. So all you got to do is go to app.quiz.com to test your knowledge and win cash today. That's quiz with three eyes, just like a three-pointer. Play now, showcase your skills, and take home cash prizes. App.quiz.com, where fans become champions. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, thank you guys for checking in on me, guys. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Fred Fezzo says, watch the game, listen to the call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it's flu season, guys. I've had this call for, <laughs> excuse me. 
for about the past you know couple weeks but i'm good guys thank you straight up straight up i'm good straight up <laughs> straight up i'm good man and uh you know I'm, I'm i'm recovering for sure i am good you know i actually played basketball yesterday at my school alumni game so i am good i'm good i made it through the whole game scored a couple points i basically almost had a double double so I'm good, guys. But thank you for checking in. I'm good. All right. Uh, Wizkid forever. <laughs> I see a new energy on the floor. More talking, high five, <laughs> excuse me, and teamwork. A lot of missed shots, but I'll take the effort anytime. Change as a mentality. Good. Yeah, Will Dawkins said they needed a new voice. Said they needed a new a new voice. The defense wasn't good enough. Now, I know Brian Keith's first game, or a.k.a. Chief Keith, his first game, Coach Chief Keith, was not good. It was a loss. We got blown out. But, um, you know, the effort yesterday, you love the effort. They were getting steals, deflections, fast rate points, moving the ball, uh, finishing around the rim, you know, guys rotating on defense in that fourth quarter. Of course, the first half was rough. It was a bad defensive game for each team. There were 60 points given up in the first half, like 61 to 62 at halftime, which is which is a pretty good amount of points for one half. But, um yeah, I mean, you can see the energy. I think they, they just needed a change. They just needed a change. Yeah. Sometimes it's just yeah. time for a change. Even if the team is not, you know, we're not looking for the playoffs, they still just they just needed a change. They, they needed it bad. And uh, Keith has a good resume. Kevin Durant said some good things about him. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you saw what defensively what he did with the Lakers. They were 30th the year before he got there. And then when he, when he got there, they went to 12th uh, <laughs> defensively with their defensive rating. So. Um, the guy, excuse me, you give him a year with the team, maybe he could transition into the full time head coach. So, I do want to see them give him a, I do want Will Dawkins to give him a fair shot. But if there are better options out there, like you said, Brandon, Budenholz, Mike Budenholz, oh, or yeah. um, you know, I think <laughs> Sam Cassell, I think he should get a shot. I like yeah. Sam Cassell a lot. I feel like he should, deserves to get a, a, an interview. Kenny Atkinson from the Warriors, oh, yeah. there's a lot of good guys that are going to be available this all season. So, but um, Keith. I like what he did yesterday. Oh, absolutely. You know, he he definitely – he's got experience. He knows what he's doing. So, I mean, he's, he's definitely going to have the opportunity to showcase what he can do the rest of the year because, like I said, trade deadline coming up, so it's going to be a younger team after the deadline. So it's going to be intriguing to see what he does with a young roster. Um, another name to kind of throw out there is Jawan Howard, uh, from coach, current coach of the University of Michigan, obviously a former uh, Washington Bullets player. Uh, you know, there's been – you know, Several people have mentioned his name, so you know, we have a lot of options, man. Um, like you said, Kenny Atkinson, Sam Cassell was um, actually the choice of Bradley Bill, <laughs> so that was a guy that Bradley Bill wanted to hire. So we got choices, man, but um, we got the opportunity to find the right coach to be the captain of the ship going for, man. So there's a lot of options, a lot of opportunities for this new front office. But uh, looking at what you're saying, yeah, new energy, man. But here's you know, that's the thing. We'll see how long it lasts because, like I said, right, a lot yeah. going on with the organization, man. Yeah. I mean, the trade deadline going on. You know, a lot of people, a lot of these vets could be on another on another team in a couple of weeks. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, that's true. And also, um, you know, West started out ten and three. Yeah. So we all know how West started out. He started off hot, and um, it, it just went all down. It all went downhill. So you, we can't, we can't. You know, it's the honeymoon phase for Brian Keith right now. So. Um, you know, I, I don't want to jump to any conclusions on him. Juwan Howard is an intriguing uh, candidate for sure. Right now, they are seven. Michigan's they're seven and thirteen right now, so they won seven games. They lost thirteen last year. They were eighteen and sixteen the year before, nineteen and fifteen. Yeah, 
And then the year before that, 23 and five, the year before that, 19 and 12. So Juwan, he had two good seasons. He's had two good seasons so far with Michigan. He, they have a losing record right now. He did slap somebody in the face. Um, let's say it was, yeah, it was the Wisconsin's coach. Yeah. Wisconsin's coach. I remember that. He did slap somebody in the face. But overall, you know, he, he, you know, he's had some good moments. Heck of a player, of course. I think he's oh, a yeah. good basketball mind. So he's somebody to consider too. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see. He he definitely could be up for the running as well. There's a possibility. Oh, he's slapping folk. Hey, come on. We need some fire in the building. Yeah, come on, man. I know. I, I would have loved to see him, uh, you know, in the locker room with Trez and those guys for sure. That would be my only question interview. Did you slap somebody? Yes, sir. Yeah, come on. I'll show your office, man. <laughs> so we definitely need more dogs in DC, man. Uh, right. Let's see uh, this from uh, Brandon1906. We will pick Sar in a draft. This year would make a lot of sense too. Bagley and Gafford are auditioning for backup. Sorry, next year we would trade right Shaman and Jones this deadline. Um, starting with Sar. I mean, oh <laughs> yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> um, getting the Sar, man. Um, that's the guy I'm targeting in the draft, man. And like I said, a lot of people are low in this draft, you know, because it's a highly developing draft. Not a lot of guys are gonna be able to come in right away. And you know, if we pick up Sar. I don't expect him to start right away. Now, looking at the contracts, um, kind of the direction is hit, uh, this front office is gone. I think the likelihood of Gafford being moved either at the deadline or the offseason is very high um, because Bagley, you know, he, he's got one year. So, you know, take one year, develop SAR, and see what you, can, you know, we can do starting in, in year two. But, um, but yeah, I think you're right on all points. Now, who's going to get traded? I mean, DeLon, uh, to me, is 50 50. Shaman, I think, is gone. Tyus is gone. And I think right now, you know, Kuzma, his his value is at, a, at an all-time high right now. I mean, if you have a chance to move him, if the right deal's there, don't move him just to move him. But if the right deal's there, definitely move him. But if he's not, we don't have to be in a rush to move Kuzma. But I agree on all points. Yeah, he said Bagley and Gafford are just for backup starter next year. We will trade right, Shimmett. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's going to be traded as far as DeLon, Shimmett, and Tyus uh, for sure. There was actually a report saying that um, – I forgot who it came from. Saying that they that the the owners have a excuse me mandate that they have to get yeah. picks, yeah, and that there is interest in Denny as well. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying, I know I sent it to you, yeah, on Twitter. Uh, we can talk about that more on on um, Tuesday. We're going to talk about uh, the potential interest in Quentin Grimes from the Knicks, and uh, we'll probably talk about <laughs> excuse me that report too. But um, yeah, um, that was from Brian Windhorse actually. So that's a legitimate source there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, saying that the Wizards have a mandate from ownership to acquire more draft picks at the trade deadline per Woj, and that I mean, when I'm sorry, Windhorse, and that um, Tyus Jones and Denny Obdia were two players mentioned generating interest on the market. So yes, Tyus Jones definitely is going to be gone. That's yeah. not even a question. Wright's going to be gone, and uh, Shemet, yeah, of course Shemet's going to be gone too. Uh, Sar, yeah, I mean he's a, he's an intriguing prospect too. He's a very versatile big man. He can shoot the three. He can get to the basket and all that. Um, one of the new modern day type type of big men for sure. And then uh, Bagley and Gaff. I think Gafford's going to. I think he's going. Yeah. I got to look at his con. See how many years he has left. But uh, if not by this deadline, then certainly in the, in the off season. There's a couple of teams that have been um, calling the Wizards for him. I just want to see. When the last year of his deal is, yeah, he's a 2026 free agent, so he's still got one more year. He's actually got two more years. He's got 25 and 26, so he's got two years on his contract left. Yeah, I mean, a lot of names are involved in 
as far as our guys, man. I mean, Tyus has been linked. Kyle Kuzma has been linked. Gaff has been linked to Dallas, New York. Um, it you know obviously we're going to talk about it, but look, there's some people saying that Utah Jazz preferred Denny over Kyle Kuzma, man. So there's been a lot of buzz. Oh, wow. You know, Utah Jazz being interested in Denny. So we're gonna have the opportunity to really tear this roster down. Now, you know, there, there are obviously some people that I like to see stay. I mean, Bilal obviously is an untouchable. Uh, Kispert, you know, you haven't seen too much of buzz with him, but um, every team needs a shooter. So I, you know, I definitely see him being a piece to stay. Uh, Denny, I'm 50 50 on him being moved. I, you know, with his age, I don't see the rush moving Denny because he's still young, still needs to be, um, he still needs to develop further. So I think that he could stay. But I mean, look, money talks. So I mean, Utah brings a package good enough, man. I mean, the, the Wizards would be fools not to say yes. So this is going to be a lot of moving pieces, a lot of new prospects coming in. Um, obviously, ownership, they definitely want picks, a lot more picks. And they're not really cool with the 2024 draft. So you definitely 2025, 2026 are going to be the draft pick uh, years. They're going to be looking at them trying to get picks for. But um, I think the biggest thing, man, is we have options. We haven't had options, man. You know, this time last year, we will start talking about Bradley Bill's contract. Mm-hmm. Now, now, no, that's somebody else's problem right now. So we have a lot of cap room going forward, man. We have a lot of capabilities. We just have to kind of rearrange things now. Obviously, we still have questions after the deadline. In the long term, what is Jordan Poole's place in his organization? But, that you know, we got plenty of time and episodes for that. So um, biggest thing is we have a lot of options. So, Right, 110%. So last comment here. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Armand says hi <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Excuse me. Edward Moore, yeah, the stat about uh, Jordan Poole's defensive players don't shoot well and turn the ball over when guarded by him. I'm not saying he's guarding the best player, but it's a good sign. Yeah, I haven't seen that stat, but yeah, I would love to see it, man. If you if you um want to send it to us on Twitter or something like that, yeah, or, yeah, I mean, definitely do that. I want to see it and talk about it for sure. I know a lot of people give Jordan Poole a hard time, especially about his plus minus. That he historically has one of the worst plus minus. I know some people don't believe in that stat anyway, but um, no, I would love to see that. I want to see anything positive about Jordan Poole. I would love to see it. Uh, Armand says hire John Howard immediately. We need a coach willing to slide people around. So yeah, I mean. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't condone violence and stuff like that. But uh, you know, I think Jawan Howard would definitely get guys straight for sure. Jordan, Jawan Howard, he wouldn't be my first, he wouldn't be my first option. But yeah. you know, I think it would be he would be somebody to consider. You know, um, just has to keep his you know temper and emotions, of course, with the, <laughs> the slap. And uh, he had a one good season where they did go to the Elite Eight. Um, Onion 77 says, uh, Mark Jackson, so we'll see about that. Mark Jackson, yeah, retirement, but uh, yeah, there's there's a couple names that you, you can throw out, throw out there for sure, and then, um, yeah, there's a couple names you can throw out there for sure, yeah, there's a lot of names out there, man. But you know, like I said, man, we have options, we have not always had options, so um, my, my number one is obviously Bootenholzer, man. I think if you definitely swing high, you swing for Bootenholzer, man, because he helped build the Atlanta Hawks team, and you know accountability and defense are prioritized. I think that's what this team needs, man. Somebody's going to hold people to a standard. So, yeah, this new front office, man, I'm definitely definitely swinging for the fences for the next head coach. But who knows, man? Brian Keefe has experience. I mean, he has, you know, when you got KD saying, I owe a lot to this guy. What's that tell you? Because KD's a Hall of Fame guy, mm-hmm. man. I mean, he's, and, you know, for most people, if not, there's something wrong with you. He's definitely a Hall of Fame player. So, for him to say that says a lot. So, um I think he's he's got the opportunity to showcase what he can do, and who knows, he could be the next head coach. So, you know, we'll see. But you know, there's definitely broader times ahead for this team, in my opinion. So, yeah, 
Definitely, yeah. But we're gonna wrap it up. We want to thank you guys for listening, especially on a, a, a football championship Sunday. The Ravens, unfortunately, oh, they <laughs> went out with a loss. I thought they played hard, but like I said, you know, we're Commanders fans, so I, I, it didn't really matter to me. Yeah. And uh, the Lions are beating up on the Niners right now, twenty-four to seven. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be possibly a Chiefs and Lions uh, Super Bowl. So. Hopefully the commanders can get somewhere near that uh, next year, and we'll see what happens with their coaching situation as well. I just want to thank you guys for listening. Make a lot of Wizards your first listen every day. Make sure you guys check us out. We'll be recapping a game on Monday against the Spurs. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button as well. Make sure you guys subscribe. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.